welcome to the Find Your Best Future podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. Welcome everybody to a new episode in the uh, Find Your Best Future podcast. Uh, today, um, we're going to be talking about hospitality. Um, and, uh, you know, it's an interesting area, isn't it? Uh, it's one of those things that honestly, I hadn't given much thought to. Well, you should have done, Neil, because it's one of the biggest industries in the world. Yeah, I know. I mean, I enjoy it, of course. I, I yes. love it. Uh, but, but I'd never really thought about it as an industry. It is an interesting thought because all of us, we, we've all stayed in the hotels, but do you actually know how the whole thing is set up and how it works and what goes on behind the scenes? I think most people who go to hotels, they're sort of vaguely aware that someone comes and cleans the room while they're out. And they can go down to the bar and have a drink or restaurants and have a meal. And yeah, that's probably about as far as it goes for most hotel guests. But behind that, there's a whole area of work and interesting jobs. And not just there. We'll find out in a minute. So, Jeremy, what is hospitality? Well, it's a worldwide industry focused primarily on hotels, events, cruise liners, those type of things. Um, right. but, but I do want to make clear that a lot of students think that if they go and study hospitality, they have to go and work in a hotel. And some of them think that they're just going to spend the rest of their lives as a barman or barmaid. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, you will be doing a business degree. And incidentally, approximately half of all hospitality university graduates end up going to work in, in some other area of business. Right. Um, and as we'll be finding out, you know, hospitality is, is mentioned, isn't just about hotels, is it? No, it's a, it's a very large and, and very broad career area of work. Covering what? Well, um, as I said, you, you can, of course, go off into a completely different area of business. And further on in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the skill set which you will hone or acquire as a student on a hospitality course. And these skills are highly valued by many, many different types of businesses around the world. So as right. a graduate from a hospitality uh, university, you will be greatly in demand by businesses around the world. About, if, as you mentioned events, obviously huge area of business, yeah. uh, looking at maybe, um, you know, cruise liners, uh, where I live, I watch them coming in and out, a huge business. Yes. Um, and then of course, all the adventure outdoors, um, you know, all of those associated industries around uh, um, enjoying ourselves, I guess. Yes, it's an area which has expanded enormously over the last 10 or 20 years as more and more people find that they have a disposable income and time to go and enjoy themselves. And the hospitality industry has responded by providing us with an ever-increasing um, array of opportunities to do just this. Are we talking restaurants as well? Or? Oh, yes. Yeah. Ah, In okay, fact, so uh, again, huge area. It is a very big area. Um, I mean, later on, we're going to be looking at some of these things. But just as an aside, one of my former students, she went to the Ecole Hôtelier de Lausanne, which is the number one in the world. 
and she trained in the hospitality industry. And then she went off to California and opened her own business, a high-end chocolate shop. Um, okay. So there's a great deal of variety in, in jobs and careers that you can pursue after you graduate. Okay, so let's get into the detail. Okay, so you sort of want to think about applying for a hospitality degree. What are the first steps you should take? Well, if possible, it's a good idea to go and get a job in a hotel or restaurant uh, during the summer vacation between grade 11 and grade 12. And just have a little taste of, of what it's actually like. Um, and also, when you make an application to a, a very competitive um, hospitality industry, um, university, it will look good on your application. So I would say that would be the first step for you. Okay, um, and then? And then you need to start brainstorming ideas, much as you would for any university application. You need to start brainstorming ideas for your motivation letter. Um, do some research, of course. You need to compare the hospitality universities, what they're actually offering, particularly in areas like job prospects, very, very important their alumni network, which we'll talk about in more detail, their career search support, and also internships. They are very strong on internships. You will definitely have to go and work in a hotel uh, during your hospitality degree course. Right. And then find um, out if it's paid. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was going to ask, uh, are these paid how or much? not? Exactly. Yeah, because as this is a worldwide business, um, top hospitality industry, universities, colleges, will send you off to work in hotels literally all around the world. And as you are aware, wages are much higher in some countries than they are in others. And if you are looking to perhaps save up some money to uh, use for your studies, then you need to look carefully about where will you be sent and how much will you earn during your internship. So lots of things to think about here. Indeed. Um, and what do you need Subjects-wise, is there any specific combination of subjects you need? Well, this is the beauty of it. Almost any combination will do. Um, right. th there may, of course, be some um, hospitality universities that will require a certain level of English and mathematics as a, as a basic uh, educational requirement. But by and large, in terms of mix of subjects, you're, you're free to apply with virtually any mix of school subjects. Okay. And great, so is it easy to get into, um, you know? Well, it's the usual, it depends where you're going to apply. Okay. If you, if you want to apply to a very top, high-ranked hospitality university, then, of course, it's going to be competitive. Ah. So you'll, you'll need to have high grades. And there'll also be an interview, an entry test, uh, whereas some of the other universities might be less competitive. So have a look to see where you are with your grades, and have a look to see what's on offer, different universities, shop around a bit, and then decide where you can best apply with a high chance of success. Indeed, and there really is something for everyone um, yes. Uh, oh, yes. in this market. We can go from, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the very highest level, um, where they're expecting, well, grades that you would uh, need in order to get into any one of the, the big name universities right the way through to um, colleges that provide you with an incredibly broad skill set in order to uh, enter the industry uh, 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 from a different route. Is that right? 
Yes, quite correct. Um, you, you can do a lot of different types of courses. I mean, we've been talking about bachelor degrees, but you can just go and do a, a short diploma or certificate course lasting perhaps only a few weeks if you want right. to spe specialize in something. I, I came across one when I was uh, researching for this podcast. Um, it was actually a three-day wine tasting course. Sounds now, good to me. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that, but I actually did a wine tasting last weekend here in Austria. Uh, it's a very famous country for wine. But however... I'm, I'm not sure your idea of wine tasting and, uh, and and the course's idea of wine tasting are quite the same, Jeremy, but we'll we'll move swiftly on. I think we um, should. <laughs> for, for, for most students, uh, high school students, should be, they be aiming for a bachelor's degree, do you think? Yes, uh, that would be the standard, I would say, for, for most students to aim for. Right. Okay. And and what makes hospitality different or what, what makes it special? Is it, isn't it, and I was drilling into some of the uh, uh, course descriptors, it looks pretty similar to a, to a business degree in some ways. It's very similar. Well, it actually is a business degree, ah. um, a business degree plus some extras, which you wouldn't normally find in in a regular business degree somewhere else. Right. Um, and if, what are those extras then? Well, if you're studying in a hospitality industry, you will be sent into a hotel and you will start at the bottom. You will be cleaning rooms, working behind the bar, serving on tables, cooking in the kitchen, all of these sort of jobs. Because you have to imagine that one day, if you are the manager of a hotel or, or a group or chain of hotels, you will be in charge of hundreds and possibly thousands of employees and most of them will be doing the more humble jobs and you really need to know what the challenges are for those people if you're going to be an effective manager so the hospitality universities make you have a little taste of what it's like to do those sort of jobs indeed it's really important isn't it that uh, it, very. Uh, you go on that journey i, I know that um you know the the big companies, the big chains, really value uh, it when uh, their people really deeply understand uh, the the challenges and uh, opportunities that their business presents uh, uh, their employees. Yes, and of course, the the thing that really makes a hospitality degree stand out is that you will be sent to work in a hotel. We mentioned the sort of more humble jobs, but. Um, as you go through the course, you will be sent out to do what we might call a more management level internship, where you'll be right. working in the you know, the offices, if you like, uh, of Indeed. the man management size of a hotel. But pretty much right the way through, from from serving the wine to, to working, uh, understanding uh, the kitchen and how that works. So it's a, a very broad base. I think uh, the other thing to say, it's pretty hard work, isn't it? It is hard work. I mean, I've been to visit most of the Swiss hospitality uh, universities, and I was extremely impressed by the professionalism of, of these young men and women, the students there. Um, they, there was one place with like sort of a Michelin star restaurant. Um, everything was done by the students. They, of course, they have the senior staff um, um, overviewing what they're doing and just checking that they're doing it properly and offering advice. But the students were doing everything themselves, and it was yeah. a magnificent dining experience, I have to say. And, and so important to realize that if you're looking for you know, a relatively easy ride, <laughs> hospitality probably is not that, is it? 
Indeed, uh, some of the hospitality universities I've been to visit, um, the students sort of live on site. And of course, they have to get up in the mornings and they have to have breakfast before they go off to their lectures. And you can guess who's cooking the breakfast. Well, it's students. If you're, if you're going to be serving breakfast to hungry customers at seven in the morning, well, you can work out what time you need to get up to start yep. all this. So it's not an easy ride, not at all, but it's a very rewarding ride, I would say. I agree. I agree. But you need to understand what, what sort of what sort of attributes does, do, do, are these uh, universities looking for in, in potential students? Um, well, the, the top universities we, we talked about will, will, will require a fairly high academic standard. But looking sure. beyond that and, and looking at, at some of the sort of more middle ranked uh, hospitality universities, they're particularly keen in a certain type of student. Whether you've got perfect scores or, or slightly under perfect scores, you do have to have other qualities, and these are extremely important. Right. So let's have a look at those, uh, shall we? Yeah, they're looking for students who have an open international outlook. Because really after important, all, isn't it? Very, Crazy. because you're going to be working internationally. Yeah, and uh, many of the staff members will come from different cultures, and you need to be able to connect with people, yeah. Yeah, and certainly the guests in your hotel will be multinational for sure. Um, so if you have language skills, and a lot of you listening to this podcast, I'm sure will be able to speak more than one language. Um, most hospitality universities offer you the chance to learn another language or languages while you're studying. Right. Um, then, of course, flexibility. You know, are you prepared to move around the world every few years from job to job? Some people just like to be based in one city for their whole life. And this is probably not really the sort of person that should be going in for this type of career. It's a very mobile mm. career. Yes. And then the sort of the more sort of soft skills, you know, your analytical, critical thinking, problem solving skills, uh, because all of these are relevant to well, most jobs, but particularly so in this area of work. Verbal communication, you're going to have to talk to a lot of different people yeah. from, from different cultures, different backgrounds, different languages. You're going to have to give presentations um, as part of your training. And later on, uh, when you're a professional working in the industry, written communications, obviously, you're going to have to communicate uh, in written form with uh, all sorts of different people at university. Uh, you're going to have to turn in um, essays, reports, etc. Um, then you have your negotiation team skills. You have to work independently uh, and also in a group, in a team on projects. Project work is extremely important. Right. Yeah. So a and whole then, load of things. I think working together with other people, being being a good communicator, um, and also uh, uh, having setting high standards, I guess, is really important as well, you know, for yourself, but for others as well. Yes, um, talking about high standards, uh, the, the universities I've been to visit in Switzerland start off on, on the right foot, so to speak. The young men and women, the students, when they are doing their working day, their study day, they have to be properly attired. That means for the young men, it'll be a suit. For the young women, you know, probably a, a skirt or trouser suit, something formal, formal business attire. And they are expected to present themselves for work or study every day, properly attired. And if they don't, then they get sent away to fix the problem. Right. 
which means going and washing those shirts or blouses or whatever. Well, it, yeah, uh, it could be a bit embarrassing. I actually went to one um, hospitality uh, university where uh, they have someone who checks up uh, to make sure everyone is properly turned out. And if they don't meet the standards, then they get a yellow card or a red card, rather like on a football pitch. And it gets sent away to, uh, I don't know, shave, tie the hair back, change their shoes, polish their shoes, you know, whatever the deficit is, they have to go and fix it. And you don't really want to be wasting your time doing that too often. So the message gets through, I think, fairly quickly. But it is important because it sets the whole tone for professionalism in the industry, because these are young men and women who are going to go on and occupy high positions in the management of big hotel chains and, and other industries too. So you've decided you love the, the idea of traveling the world and working hard and, and working with loads of people from different places and, and wearing nice clothes. How do you apply? Um, in almost all cases, you'll make an application direct to the hospitality university. Right. And this means that you go on their website, you create an application account, you fill in the forms, then you upload any supporting documents they may request. Uh, you need to look carefully to make sure you upload everything, otherwise they won't process your application. But there'll be a list on the website, you'll see it there. And if you do have any questions, you just uh, send an email to the admissions office. And then you need to look to see if they have any entry tests and or interviews, because right. you're going to need to schedule those as well. And then okay. finally, um, you're going to have to send them your, your school exam results, your, your IB diploma, your A-level results, your baccalaureate, whatever it happens to be, they will want to see your final school exam results. Right. Okay. And the, um, is that pretty much for every single hospitality university or are there exceptions to the rule? Um, it's pretty much for all of them, except those that are in the country that has a centralized application system like the UK does, for example. So if you were to apply for a hospitality degree at a British university, you'll just go through the normal process. It's called UCAS. This is the central application uh, software for the UK. Um, similarly, if you apply in the United States, you can apply through the common app, providing, of course, that the university is a member of the common app. and over 600 universities are. So, and it's important to say that hospitality is pretty much taught across the globe and there are some yes. amazing opportunities in, in pretty much every location, be that North America, be that Australia, Australasia, be that in Asia, um, and of course in Europe where we've sort of focused in on Switzerland as the, as the mothership. Um, so, uh, you know, those processes, application processes are different depending on, on where you're looking, but you should also look uh, across the board uh, yes. um, to find the right place for yourself. Is that right? I, I, think, I think really that when people talk about hospitality, of course, the name Switzerland always crops up because I think this would be fair to say the Swiss invented the hospitality industry so 100 yeah. years ago and seven of the top 10 hospitality industry universities are located in Switzerland. That's according to the QS World Rankings. However, right. as you rightly say, Neil, there are a lot of opportunities right around the world. And so it's really a question of where do you want to go? And of course, how much do you want to spend? Uh, and where would you feel comfortable living? 
Um, so you do need to shop around a little bit. Perhaps you want to stay close to home. You'll most certainly be able to find uh, a university in your own country that offers this course. So it's, it's a personal choice, really. But I would urge you to shop around a bit. Have a look. Spend a few hours on the Internet and think about what your personal priorities are and then make yourself a short list of where you're actually going to apply. Inevitably, um, the, one of the most significant parts of this conversation is money. Uh, I guess uh, it's sort of how long is a piece of string conversation uh, in many ways uh, with such a huge range and diversity of courses on offer. Uh, I guess uh, pretty much all price points are covered. Is that right? Yes. I mean, you can study at a government-funded university, and in some countries that means free or nearly free. Or at the other end of the extreme, you can go to a, a top private university and, and study hospitality where you'll be paying quite a lot of money. Um, of course, this is a, a matter for you and your family to decide on, on what the budget is and where you want to go. Um, the price isn't necessarily an indicator of quality because of this uh, subsidy element, is it? It's true, yes. Um, although I would say that in, in many respects, the, the top um, universities in Switzerland, and we've already established that seven of the top 10 worldwide are actually located in Switzerland. They, they do tend to be fairly expensive, but then you're getting top quality. And there's no right. doubt about that. And this then feeds through into your future career because you have to also think about this as an investment. You're going to invest a certain amount of money in your education, your degree. Um, how does that pay back in terms of your earning potential? Of course, it's a bit of an unknown factor, but I would say that if you go to one of the top Swiss hospitality universities, um, you're, you're pretty sure to have a, a good career as long as you work at it, of course. Indeed, and, and you know the 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 income potential in hospitality varies enormously, doesn't it? Yes, uh, you can uh, uh, be earning um, very little uh, right the way through to uh, some of the best paid managers on earth uh, work within this industry. Yeah, I mean to, to give you a, an idea of, of how much the tuition fees are. If we talk about the Ecole Hotelier de Lausanne, which is widely recognised as the number one in the world. The uh, tuition fees range from 37,000 to 45,000 Swiss right. francs per year. Um, it's, for a three-year course or a four-year course? Um, it'll probably be about three and a half to four years, depending on internships. Because remember, you're going to spend some of the time out on internships. Um, however, I would like to point out, if you are a Swiss citizen, you get a considerable reduction on those numbers. The numbers wow. I'm, gi I'm giving you here, of course, are for international students, non-Swiss. Sure. So that's uh, at the top end. Um, any yeah. other examples from around the world? Yeah, I mean, the, the PolyU or Polytechnic University in Hong Kong has a very good reputation in this area. Another place that I've been to visit, and I have to say I was very impressed with what I saw there. Um, their tuition fee is 145,000 Hong Kong dollars a year, which right. is 18,500 US dollars. Okay. That's for international students. If you are a Hong Kong resident, then you get a very large reduction on that. Right. But let's just think and, and the... Any, any sort of top tips any, anywhere where you think uh, uh, offers incredible uh, value for money? 
Well, I, I would say most of the top Swiss universities do, even though they're pricey, uh, as we talked sure. about before, in terms of your career development, uh, yes, uh, they're uh, very good places to go and study. But in terms of sort of looking for something where the, the sticker price is a little bit cheaper, I think yeah. that the Hague Hotel School in the Netherlands, uh, okay. this, this is also in the top 10, incidentally. And if you're an EU citizen, you pay 3,600 euros a year. That's three and a half thousand US dollars. And even wow. if you're not an EU citizen, you'll be paying 16,000 euros. That's 15 and a half thousand US dollars, right. which is, I would say, very good value for money. Um, obviously, it this is, is subsidized by tax, taxpayers' money, hence the relatively low tuition fees. Sure. And, and so really, um, in many ways, uh, you get what you pay for. And if you're lucky, yeah. it's subsidized by someone else. Uh, so, you know, uh, the Hague Hotel School is, is probably still costing uh, a similar amount to uh, uh, EHL or EHL um, uh, in, uh, in Switzerland. It's just that someone else is picking up the bill. Is that right? Yes, it's quite correct. Uh, I, I think that uh, you, you're definitely going to get value for money somewhere down the line. And as you rightly say, if someone's going to subsidize it for you, well, all well and good. Right. But in the end, you get what you pay for. And, yes, and yes, you do. Pretty yeah. universal truth. Yes. And what about accommodation? Well, in most hospitality universities, uh, particularly the, the, uh, the private ones, you'll be living on the campus uh, ah. because living and working are highly integrated. As I indicated uh, before, you will have duties uh, in the kitchens and serving food, which don't necessarily fit a nine to five lifestyle. So it's important that you are nearby or close at hand. And this is why a lot of these universities, they have uh, on-campus housing for the students. And is accommodation then included in the fee? No. In most oh. cases, I'll say no. In most cases, not. Um, right. But please go and check carefully because, as you probably realise, that there are two main aspects to your total study costs: one, tuition fees, and two, accommodation and food. So please check to see what's included in the price on the website. Right. So uh, you can't expect uh, accommodation and food to be included uh, uh, if you're on on site uh, automatically. That's correct. So let's talk a little bit about the course uh, for a moment. Um, what kind of things do hospitality students study? That's a very good question. I think the answer is a lot. Um, right. a, a hospitality degree is primarily aimed at those considering working in the hotel industry. Sure. Um, the degrees are structured in such a way that you'll gain hands-on experience of how a hotel works. But additionally, you'll be equipped with a full range of business skills and knowledge to enable you to move out into a career in other areas of business, if that's what you so decide. Okay. But um, let's start by looking at the basics, what you'll be doing when you start uh, studying in a hospitality degree course. And if you're going to manage a large hotel or chain of hotels, you'll be managing hundreds of people. And it's really important you understand the work they're doing. So this is why students get this hands-on experience that we talked about earlier. Um, in the different areas that comprise a hotel, and you may not be familiar with this, but there's something called food and beverages, obviously food and drink, 
Then there's the rooms division. This is where you look after bedrooms and clean them. And there's front of house where you might be working out there on the reception desk, uh, welcoming uh, guests coming into the hotel. And so you'll be given experience in all of these different areas. And plus, naturally, you'll be doing internships. It's not just a sort of purely academic program where you learn about it. You really get out there and you get your hands dirty doing all of this because it's right. really important that when you come through this course, you are uh, well qualified and well experienced in all aspects of how a hotel actually right. operates. And, and in terms of business units, in terms of you yeah. know, the, the, the business side, how, how, what can you expect to study uh, in this area? Well, we sort of established already that this is a business degree plus, and sure. approximately half the graduates will probably eventually go off and work in areas which are not directly hotel hospitality, if you like. Right. And so I think future employers really uh, value the, the range of skills which you as a hospitality graduate have acquired during your course, um, because these are transferable to you know, all businesses. Um, a lot of uh, students in the hospitality area will be um, encouraged to take courses on like how to establish a startup. Then you'll be doing obviously financial accounting, right. cost control, microeconomics, foundations of hospitality marketing, um, management information systems, spreadsheets. And then, of course, there's the whole human behavior and performance in the workplace. The whole HR side of things is extremely important because yes. a, lot, a lot of people work in a hotel. Um, business communication, because you are out there, you're a business uh, competing in, in, the, in the environment of business. Foreign languages, we've mentioned already, it's a very international uh, business. And if, if you imagine that you are on the... Uh, reception desk of a hotel, you're going to have people coming along there speaking many different languages. And it's useful if you know, well, some languages, at least we don't expect you to know all of them, but at least uh, some languages. Operational marketing. Um, so marketing is a very important aspect in, in the hospitality industry. You've probably seen there's a lot of marketing and advertising going yeah. on around the whole holiday industry. Um, quality. Quality is crucial because there's an awful lot of competition out there. And as we mentioned before, you will be trained to, to give a, a very um, professional corporate image. Even as a student, we talked about how you're going to have to dress correctly. So quality, service, they are really, really highly valued in this particular training course. Right. Um, financial analysis, obviously, academic writing. Uh, you, it is, after all, an academic university course as well. You're not just in the hotel. And right, so uh, you're going to have I to write... I can see that by the list. It's, it's extraordinary. Yeah, it, it, you're going to have to write academic papers. And then you come back to macroeconomics, statistics, revenue management, talent management. Because when you're a top manager or working in HR, you're going to have to go out there and recruit people, recruit the best people you can for your organization. Legal awareness, I mean, it's almost impossible in any industry to move away from some sort of legal awareness or legal Indeed. knowledge. Um, customer information, international services, corporate strategy. I mean, certainly when you move further up the, the career ladder, you'll be heavily involved in the whole uh, focus on corporate strategy for the company you're working for. Sure. 
real estate. Don't forget real estate because... Yeah, because uh, in reality, hotels are, is a real estate business, isn't it? Absolutely, because when you look at the balance books, those buildings and plots of land are worth a lot of money. And yeah. so you, you do have to understand that if you are tasked with looking into perhaps building a new hotel somewhere, a lot of different factors come in. And the initial cost, you know, how much is it going to cost you, the real estate? Um, and then asset management, well, it sort of ties into what we've just been talking about um, because there's obviously going to be a list of assets that your company has and how to add to these and add value to them. Um, and then back down to, you know, research methodology. How effective are you me. as a student? A huge amount of stuff. Huge what, amount. What about, though, the, the person who in the end really wants to become, I don't know, uh, a, a chef, a, a world-class chef, is is this the right course for them or or, or should they be looking elsewhere? Um, the hospitality industry, of course, they, they, they do train people who are going in that direction, but they'll probably also do at least a, a part, part of their time studying a business degree because, after all, a lot of chefs who train initially will work as chefs, but... A lot of them have the aspirational desire to actually open up their own restaurant, their own business. Indeed. And so well, even, therefore... even running, running uh, the food uh, and beverages uh, uh, department of a, of a hotel is an extraordinarily challenging activity when it comes to logistics, finance, money, uh, pricing, events, all of those things, isn't it? It's a, it is. uh, an incredibly um, uh, complex area although you only see the man with the funny white hat on. In reality, that man has, uh, is actually in charge of an extremely complex business. He is. So he's not going to spend his whole time over a hot frying pan with flames pouring out of it because he's poured some liquid into the dish. Um, Indeed. No, it's, it's a little bit more than that. And I mean, you mentioned uh, chefs. I mean, there, there are, of course, very specific culinary chef training courses. Of course. Of course, Paris is one of the top places for this. And then you could be a sommelier. Uh, he is the one who is the, the wine expert. That's the one for you, then. Well, I, <laughs> I have to admit that my knowledge is uh, somewhat deficient in this area, uh, or, or shall we say limited. What, you However, mean red and white? What does rosé as well. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else? don't think so. No. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure there is. It's just I don't know about it because I haven't done one of these courses. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there are things like the patisserie chef. This oh. is obviously a, a very, very highly skilled artistic uh, specialization. So really, in this whole hospitality area, there's, there's just a lot of niche areas you can go into. Plus, there's this huge, huge business world that you'll be part of. So you do your degree. And then where do you go? We've already talked about hotels, uh, hospitality. Obviously, uh, they span the globe and, and look very different in different locations. What else is out there? Well, the career prospects are excellent uh, because of the skills you've acquired, uh, because of the networking at the hospitality industry universities, and because of the supply and demand situation. There's more hotels opening up every day. And so they need managers, well, they need a full range of people to work there. Um, and I think if you're after an interesting internationally mobile career, then this is definitely one of those. 
It's a huge I think industry. The, the other thing that, that I've noticed is it's a difficult branch to get into if you are not already in it. I, you know, yeah. many businesses, if you've got a business degree, you can move around, you know, you can run a, 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 a car company, you can run a, I don't know, a, all sorts of things with a business background. But, but because hospitality is so, um, focused around its specific needs, um, once you're in, the pool is relatively, um, small. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it's a little hard to predict how the labor market will look in the future. Indeed. But, but, but there are certainly expanding opportunities out there, I would say. I mean, if, if you've done a hospitality degree, there are hospitality related jobs and jobs in other areas of business. Yes. Just to give I you think some, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, to give you some sort of idea of what's out there in the hospitality area. Okay, you could be a sales manager in a hotel chain real estate investment and analyst, quality manager, public relations manager, general manager, event manager, wine exporter. That's a huge industry. Um, luxury, good. luxury goods manager. That's also a very interesting niche area to work in. Health and wellness. You're probably aware that wellness is something, or health industry is something which has really boomed in the last few years. Um, you could be the entertainment manager or you could be working in a travel agency, uh, that sort of area. And so, uh, and the list really goes on and on. There's yeah, so I guess all, the whole boom in, in fitness uh, industry is also yeah. uh, in many ways related. Yes, it is. And then, of course, right. you've got the, the non-hospitality area. A lot of graduates uh, actually have their own startups, even while they're still at university. And the top right. hospitality universities really foster this um, entrepreneurship in their students. Um, and they, they, they offer obviously expertise and guidance for the young people doing their startups, sometimes even money as well. And right. this is, this is quite an exciting opportunity for a student. Sounds really amazing. Sorry. How do the um, students get their first jobs? Is there a sort of really direct, clear, um, careers, you know, entry structure? Um, very often the hospitality industry universities will have, they will host career fairs or career days. I actually attended one of these. It was very interesting. And I was talking to some of the students afterwards and the ones I talked to had already had two or three job offers just that day. Right. Uh, they were snapped up by different employers uh, in different locations around the world. And of course the, from the employer's point of view, they know that if they go to a top hospitality uh, university, they, they can cherry pick the very best because these students have this potential to become successful and move up through the career ladder. And, and I think that's the other thing that we need yeah. to say probably is that the companies uh, that we're talking about have very much a, a career path within their organization. So many yeah. people who start, say, with Hilton, finish with Hilton as well um, and have spent most of their career because their business is so diverse and because uh, you can work pretty much anywhere doing most things. Um, uh, there are lots of different opportunities, isn't there, aren't there in, the, in this, these, these firms? Yeah, there's a huge amount of opportunity out there. And, and I'd just like to point out that the other thing which is, is, is very noteworthy it's the importance of the alumni association. Oh, yes, I bet. It's, in this industry, it's all about alumni networking, 
this is how this is how people get to hear about the jobs i mean if you imagine you're a top manager in a chain of hotels and you're looking for someone to fill a key position you will already have some idea about who's out there because because of your alumni network and so the the universities are very keen to set up and manage these alumni networks and it's a very very students tend to have a very strong connection or affection even towards their alma mater and this yeah, is very, especially very important. if you're spending large amounts of time you know with the group of people maybe you're cooking breakfast with them or cleaning the cleaning the room with them or studying academic subjects with them you, i'm sure you develop a really strong bond both with your cohort but also with the organization yeah very much so i think that as you rightly say it's not it's not like going to a normal university doing a normal business degree because right. as you say you're going to be working together in the kitchen and serving you sort of pull together as as a team of students to get yourselves through this course together and successfully. And that does uh, forge a very strong bond. But let's get down to specifics, uh, to the nitty gritty. You know, we talked about it being a huge industry and uh, we've talked about there being lots of options. Let's drill into those options. Um, if you're interested in studying uh, hospitality um where should you look well definitely switzerland switzerland is synonymous with hospitality industry there's right. no escaping that we mentioned earlier on that seven of the top 10 are actually in switzerland right. for example we have the Ecole hotelier de lausanne it's the number one in the world yeah closely followed by many other swiss hospitality universities like Lyon, les roches and then there's the Swiss Education Group, which comprises uh, four hospitality schools, Culinary Arts Academy in Switzerland. Right. And then there's the Hotel Institute in Montreux, uh, the Swiss Hotel Management School and Cesar Ritz Colleges. And then you've got the IMI, the International Management Institute. Then you've got the IHTTI, School of Hotel Management, the BHMS Business and Management School, Hotel and Tourism Management Institute, and on and on. And, and many these, of these have branches as well, don't they? In, in, they do. In other locations. And so Switzerland, yes, but their tentacles reach outwards. They do. And in terms of recruitment, I mean, every time I've been there, I've, I've been amazed at, 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 the, at the international composition of the students there from all over the world. I mean, EHL, École Atelier de Lausanne, we just mentioned that. Uh, they have a place in Singapore, for example, uh, okay. because Asia, of course, is a boom area for the hotel hospitality industry. So right. Switzerland, Switzerland, yeah, you, you definitely need to look at Switzerland, but there are other places as well where you can look. I mean, so who else I, is on that top 10 list? Uh, well, that, that's a good me? question. You're, we, we've been through seven of the top 10 are in Switzerland. You're <laughs> wow. probably curious to know who the other I three no, um, who you know, are. You know, I don't rate rankings that highly, but why not? Just out of interest. Well, they're, they're a starting point, I would say. Yes, uh, I your agree. research. Um, okay, there's the hotel school in The Hague, which we talked about just now. Right. Also, also PolyU, the Polytechnic University in Hong Kong. That's up there in the top 10. And the University of Nevada in the United States. Well, so okay. those are the So those are the missing three, so to speak. 
And if you don't fancy Switzerland or can't afford it or or it just isn't for you and you're not really aiming perhaps for the top 10, but you're aiming for, for something maybe a little bit lower down, what, what kind of options exist there? Well, um, the, the answer is there's a lot. I'm just about everywhere has hospitality training, hospitality right. degrees. Um, for example, here in the city of Vienna, Austria, where I'm located, there's Modul University run a very good course. Right. And, and they're also networked out in, in, the, in, the, in the Gulf region. Or maybe you'd like to look outside Europe. Uh, we just mentioned the Hong Kong Polytechnic University, University of Nevada, we must mentioned. Then in the UK, you've got Surrey University, Oxford Brookes University. They both do excellent hospitality degrees. And then there's the Vatel Tourism and Business School in Paris. Yeah. You've got Penn State in USA, of course. Then we have Griffith University in Australia. Yeah, in Australia and South Africa. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, big, big um, hospitality industries. Yeah, very big. I mean, the hotel school in Pretoria is, uh, is, is a fine hotel school, uh, obviously right. located in South Africa. And the list goes on and on. There are literally thousands of places that you could look. The question is, where do you want to go? Indeed. Yeah. And we'll be um, focusing in on some of these options in our uh, university spotlights coming up because, you know, it really is an area that deserves um, a bit more digging, doesn't it? Very much so. I, I mean, every time I go to visit one of these hospitality universities, I'm, I'm sort of struck by the, the very strong commitment that the students have. It's really a way of life that they've bought into both right. at the university as students and then later on in their careers. Right. And the rewards are considerable. They have a very exciting international lifestyle. They meet a lot of interesting people from around the world. They get to go and live and work in different places. Yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting prospect for anybody thinking about doing a business degree, but a business degree with a little extra, in fact, quite a lot extra. Wow, that's really um, an eye, been an eye-opener for me, uh, Jeremy, um, both in terms of the options and opportunities, but also the, the breadth of the courses. Uh, really very exciting. If I was a young man, again, uh, uh, I may have chosen a different route had I have known uh, or had it existed. Um, uh, same for you. The hospitality industry, as we mentioned before, was really founded in Switzerland about 100 years ago. So it didn't exist when I was a young man, Neil. No, <laughs> I think, uh... um, I think uh, when we were knocking around, uh, hospitality <laughs> was the fish and ship shop uh, down the road. Um, uh, and, and, a, and a bed and breakfast that had a very noisy <laughs> radiator uh, and, um, and some little uh, bits of uh, tea next to a, a kettle that didn't work, perhaps. So I think things have moved on since then. Things have moved on a lot, Neil. Yes, uh, I think that the sort of hotels that uh, the hospitality university graduates go on and go to work in are a little bit different from the one you've just described. Just a bit, just a bit. <laughs> and talking of uh, of hospitality, uh, your evening treat, what's it going to be tonight? Uh, well, of course, hospitality does include fine cuisine dining. Oh, tell me about it. Um, unfortunately, that's not what I'm doing this evening. I'm making a lot... <laughs> I'm just going to make myself an omelette. Okay. <laughs> I must say, some of the finest hotels value the omelette 
above anything else in terms of the test of your uh, your uh, you know your kicking skills. So well, perhaps it's not the omelette; it may be the person. Well, no, I mean it has been remarked that I make a pretty fine omelette, and this remark, Neil came from my wife, who doesn't dish out culinary praise too often, <laughs> especially not in my direction. She is German, though. She is German, indeed, yes. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.